Yo, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We are on episode 25. We are only 75 more episodes away from 100. I don't know why. I've just been feeling Hans Molemanny for the last... 15 years or so. I don't know. I love Hans Moleman. But anyway, uh, welcome to the WrestleCast. This is your weekly recap. If you happen to miss a show or two, if you had a rough, busy week or something, here I am. I'll give you the recap. I'm not a busy... Well, I, I, I guess I'm busy in a way. I work and shit, but uh, I, I, I watch all the wrestling and stuff. So if you missed anything, I'll, I'll give you a little recap. Or if you just want to also, I just throw in my own opinions and let you know the storylines and maybe some predictions and all that great stuff. So that is the purpose of this WrestleCast. And maybe you already knew that. Maybe you're new here. But if you're new here, welcome. And if you've already been here, I'm sorry for wasting your time with the intro. But... It's a big week, another big week, and it was a big week last week, and if you missed out on last week, AEW had a big one, the full gear pay-per-view was, uh, was an event, and I did a full review of that, so make sure if you missed that, go back there and check out the full review of full gear, it was a good time, and uh, some good stuff happened on there, but I'm not going to talk about it too much, because there's a full review you can go listen to, so make sure you go and go and do that. This week, we are on our way to Survivor Series War Games, oh my goodness, I was like, oh my gosh, that's this week as well, so just another big week of wrestling for myself and my wife. It's, it's exciting, it's just, so it, be expecting more than likely... As long as Survivor Series is uh, long enough, and it should be. Excuse me. I just had some coffee, so I'm a little little buzzing. Um, yeah, should be a full review of Survivor Series War Games uh, coming next week at some point. More than likely, like a Tuesday. Just depends. I, I'm, I have a busy weekend ahead of me as well. So we'll just, just be on the lookout for Survivor Series review on the way but this is the recap and it begins with monday night raw they are in albany new york they are still in that area but it's a great fucking area for wrestling so let's get into it the show kicks off with kevin owens he is laying down a promo he says Sami Zayn is still his bro and he's coming after roman reigns so it doesn't matter if you're friends with roman reigns man we could be cool but if you get in my way i'm gonna demolish everybody uh, he's going to take out the bloodline at War Games, man. I love the confidence of Kevin Owens right now. Always love Kevin Owens. He's one of my favorite uh, current wrestlers. Probably one of my f- top ten favorites of all time. All said and done. One of these days, I'll, I'll go and like really look at who my favorite wrestlers are of all time. It's a... Uh, there's a there's an extensive list of fantastic wrestlers, so uh, yeah, it would take me a hot second to come up with that, but we won't be doing that for a little bit. But anyway, uh, Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre arrive now. They they hype up, hype up the War Games at Survivor Series. This summons the Judgment Day. Finn and Sheamus have a pretty good back and forth. Made me laugh. A brawl breaks out, so we're gonna have ourselves a tag team match, player player. Brawling Brutes versus The Judgment Day. Sheamus going absolutely banana, whooping everybody's ass. The OC comes out now to watch the match and make sure The Judgment Day aren't up to any shenaniganery. Sheamus beats the bejesus out of Dominic with the chest smacks. I'm loving that stuff, man. I love when uh, Dominic gets the gets the bejesus beat out of him. It's very entertaining. He's, uh, he's, he's very good, man. It made me giggle real good, so I'm going to give it a thumbs up. 
Brogue kick and the Brawling Brutes get the victory here. Solid match. Like I said, uh, Dom is starting to grow on me more and more. He's an entertaining heel, man. He, I, I have to say, I like him. What do you guys think? You liking Dominic? I, I think he's at least way better than he was when he was a babyface. So I prefer him a lot more with the Judgment Day. All hell breaks loose after the match. OC gets in on the beatdown of Judgment Day. Kevin Owens hits a stunner on Finn Balor. Fun opening segment. I'm happy that Kevin Owens has been put in like the main event position, getting a more than likely it's going to be leading up to a shot at Roman Reigns for a title. I have no idea if he's going to win it. I want him to win it more than anything in the world, but uh, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the match was solid as well. Dom getting his ass whooped, man. Always a good time. Thumbs up. Next, you got Gargano versus uh, Miz's mystery opponent. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not him. It's almost. Oh, jeez. Why do we start? God, yeah, he's even got the stink lines and everything. Anyway, uh, Johnny Gargano able to get the big man down for a second. Almost hits a huge choke slam. Pretty impressive. I mean, he was holding him up there for like five or so seconds. Not bad. Probably, maybe quite honestly, the most impressive move he's done to date. Almost wins the match and quite possibly the best match almost has had. Uh, still not good, but perhaps passable at, at this point. It was passable. Th mostly thanks to Johnny Gargano, of course. Uh, again, man, just please, I'm going to keep asking for it. Bring back the Hurt Business. If you're not going to get rid of Almos, build the Hurt Business around him and just have him be the big man that stands around, does a one big slam. Uh, stop having matches consistently with this guy for the love of... Jeez, just come on. We, gotta, we could do much better with Johnny Gargano right now. Come on now. Moving on, we got Seth Rollins. He is being interviewed via satellite by Corey Graves. He goes on to a uh, trash-talking spree on Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. He calls Theory the biggest moron in the world for cashing in on him last week. And quite honestly, I have to fully agree with that. Made me laugh. Uh, good job there, Seth. You nailed it right on the head. Thumbs up for that. He does admit that Theory is more dangerous right now than ever because Theory has basically lost his mind. Theory appears on Satellite 2 or some shit, I don't know. Regardless, he is very, very intense. So much so, he is trebling or just vibrating and shit like I am right now. Way too much coffee. Uh, he delivers a solid promo on Seth Frickin'. Going for a new paint of coat on Theory, making him more focused and intense. Uh, I don't know, man. Could have done that without the waste of a cash-in. It's just so stupid. I agree, man. Seth, you nailed it. It was a terrible, just dumb, bad, bad booking right there. Uh, should have made Theory have another really close call, messing up a cash-in, then have him become more focused, you know, have him... Again, get really close, almost fucking up a cash-in, something like that, and then he learns a lesson, but learning a lesson the real, real hard way, losing the cash-in and on the United States Champion just makes him look real dumb. They're doing what they can, I guess, to make him look uh, better. I mean, I'm still on the theory train. I, I still have hope for this guy. I don't think he's in as bad of a situation as Baron Corbin was when he fucked up his cash-in, because Theory, I think, is just more talented, has way more personality than Baron does. Uh, if, you, if you disagree, let me know, but 
that's that's how I feel about it. But oh well, that's uh, that's how it is. That's what they're doing with him right now. I'm just I'm not in on. It. I wish he still had his cash, his 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 money in the bank. Anyway, moving on, we got Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali now. Theory with uh, some nice neck and back breakers. Uh, really like those moves. We get a lovely 450 splash from Mustafa. Theory rolls out of the ring to avoid the pin there. Theory regroups, hits A-Town down for the W, and even has a teeny tiny bit of blood on his face. So there you go, doing it the hard way. An okay match, nothing special. Lashley appears on the screen, says, Let's give the people what they want, a match right here, right now, whenever, whatever, however, whoever. Let's do this. Bobby, on the mic now, stumbles through some words, but rips into theory about his failed cash-in. I mean, it's just the lowest, easiest hanging fruit of all time. I mean, no matter what Theory says, even if he has a great promo, all you have to say is, dude, you're the biggest moron in the world, and it's it's fucking true. It just, oh boy, it's bad. Theory hadn't has heard enough, so they brawl a little bit around the ring. Theory smacks Big Bob with a chair, but Bobby no-sells that shit. Theory runs away like a little chackin'. Theory now fighting Mustafa backstage. The hell, man. Mustafa, get the hell out of here. Get out of my way. This is not the time to get in a fight with me. Theory throws Ali at Bobby. Mustafa pushes Ali. Is this dude fucking nuts, dude? Like, Ali is out of control. He's just looking to get his ass kicked. He does. Bobby beats the stuffing out of Mustafa Ali. What a geek. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Uh, that was a pretty good segment, man. P pretty entertaining. Theory versus Bobby Lashley is decent. Uh, can't really see Theory coming out the winner in that one. I mean, he needs it way more than Bobby Lashley. If Theory can get the big win over Bobby Lashley, that would help him out a ton. I just don't know if they're going to do it. If they do, I would be very surprised, quite honestly. Uh, a win over Lashley, like I just, I just said that. Okay, moving on. Uh, Alpha Academy versus Elias and Riddle. Matt Riddle, that is. Haha. Uh -huh. um, Alpha Academy in control early. They nail the diving bulldog move. I really, that's uh, kind of like the old Steiner move. Really cool. Riddle barely kicks out of that. Riddle gets the tag for Elias, and Elias, he's a house of fire out there. Crowd giving him some love, so that's nice. Maybe just a little bit of momentum getting uh, built up here. Elias hits a neckbreaker. Fantastic sell there from Gable. Goodness gracious. Drift away from Elias. A Broton off the top rope. Riddle and Elias get the W over Alpha Academy. Uh, good match, man. Really good tag team match. I, I enjoyed the chemistry of Matt Riddle and Elias. Uh, we might have a winning, a winning combo here. It's actually looking good. I was a little nervous there because, like, I don't know, they, they, they were saying that they were a tag team, and then Riddle comes out the next week without Elias in a tag team match. I was like, what the hell's going on? Where's Elias? And now they're a tag team. And it looked pretty good, honestly. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, yeah. Uh, Alpha Academy, as always, continue to be great. I, I They're excellent in the ring, especially Chad Gable. He's super underrated in the ring. Always puts on a solid performance out there. Good good tag team match, man. 7 out of 10. Now we go backstage. You got JBL and Baron Corbin. They're playing poker again. Uh, now they're interrupted by Drew McIntyre. They are nice to each other. Very, very nice to each other. Don't say a mean word at all. Drew even gives Baron a nice jaw adjustment. Ha 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 ha. 
Ha. Anyway, moving on. We got a match now. Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. That was all sarcasm, if you didn't get it. I'm sorry. Uh, Baron Corbin is out there with JBL. Drew McIntyre continues the uh, counters, sorry, the end of days into a DDT. Goes for a Claymore, but Corbin dodges that. Baron screaming at the ref. They exchange a gallon of spit. That was freaking disgusting. Uh, Akira Tozawa appears. Yay! Oh, I'm, I'm, oh, let's start getting some more Akira Tozawa, baby. I'm loving it. He appears out of nowhere. Uh, he steals JBL's hat. Drew nails a Claymore off of the distraction for the W. Pretty solid match overall. Drew with the with a with a momentum win going into War Games. He kind of had to win this one. Can't can't have Drew McIntyre losing going into War Games. That's bananas. Uh, looking like JBL and Baron Corbin are already going down the comedy route, but at least Tazawa's with them, so so it, it, Tazawa is generally always puts on really funny stuff, even no matter what he is given, he generally makes it funny. Uh, I was hoping that JBL and Baron Corbin could uh, do something better than a comedy thing. Maybe get Baron someone and we can redo the APA, something like that. They're already playing poker and stuff back, backstage like they used to in the in the old Attitude days in the, what, the early, uh, what do you call that? Fucking whatever, Attitude. Fucking do an at a, whatever I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Just rewind it 15 seconds what I was saying there before I had a seizure. Moving on. The OC and the Judgment Day start brawling in the back, uh, out into the parking lot even. It gets getting crazy out there. Trash getting tossed everywhere. What a freaking mess. Just trash all over the place. Oh, boy. Uh, still find it weird. It's going to be Finn Balor versus AJ Styles one-on-one -on -one instead of an elimination tag match. It's Survivor Series. Like, that's, that's the thing. But they're just going to go with a one-on-one. -on -one. You got two teams i just i don't get it man it's it's a weird one for me it's gonna be a fine match i mean finn finn balor versus aj styles it should be fine it's just weird anyway bianca now with oscar and alexa bliss they're cutting a promo they still haven't revealed who is going to be their fifth member for survivor series and their war games match damage control with rhea ripley uh who was in a brawl just moments ago by the way uh oscar and rhea get into each other's face and we go into a match. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka. The winner gets the advantage for their team at War Games. Ripley is just talking a bunch of trash to Asuka throughout the match. She's yelling at the refs. And she's putting a whooping on all at the same time. Uh, fantastic stuff right there from Rhea Ripley. Thumbs up. Ripley hits the Riptide and picks up a huge victory over Asuka. I mean, damn, that's a big one right there. And she gets the advantage for her team at War Games. So they're going to uh, get their member into War Games first. So there will be a two-on-one advantage uh, throughout War Games. So it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the match. These two have a have real good chemistry, man. Oscar uh, and Rhea Ripley. Oh yeah, give me that all day. Uh, they were trading counters. Uh, having a good back-and-forth match, good offense, and a nice flow, quick pace to it as well. Lots to enjoy here. Uh, just wish it was a little bit longer, honestly. Uh, 7 out of 10, good stuff. The two teams break out into a big old brawl. Mia, Mia Yim makes it down to get involved in all the fun. Looking forward, honestly, to these two teams uh, tearing, the, tearing each other apart in War Games, man. It's uh, it's going to be a treat. I'm looking forward to it. War Games is uh, generally fantastic. 
that was the main event, and that was the end of the show. Lots of brawling on this Raw, man. Holy fuck. Tons of that. Leading into Survivor Series War Games. Pretty damn enjoyable, honestly. I mean, just, just a lot of fighting. It's good stuff. Easy way to uh, draw in a little extra heat and uh, drama to uh, to the matches going into uh, War Games. That was a lot of us. Uh. Uh, they... Uh. They still keep trying with almost, man. I just don't see it. I, I gotta keep giving it a thumbs down. It's, uh, even though he's getting slightly better, it's still bad. Uh, I feel like MVP is just being wasted out there. He's, uh, he's a fantastic mouthpiece, but it's, it's just being wasted. Let's, let's get off of it, please. Or like I said, bring back the hurt business. Save MVP. Hashtag MVP. Save the man. Theory, uh, doing what he can to convince us he isn't a moron for cashing in. Honestly, not buying it. Uh, see how it goes. If you get a big win over Bobby Lashley or something, it, it, you could help the situation a lot. But he's going to have to go on a big winning streak. But I just don't I don't believe in the, the fuck up on the cash in. It was, it was dumb. A couple good matches sprinkled in on the show. Doing a good job to get me excited for Survivor Series. I mean, it's War, War Games is on it. It doesn't take much to get me excited when you got War Games on there. Should be fantastic. Going to be doing my predictions at the end of the show. So make sure you, you wait until the end. Make sure you listen to the whole thing. Don't just skip. Now, uh, not sure how I'm feeling about Team Belair. Don't know if the chemistry between that team is there. But I, I hope they prove me wrong. No doubt. Like... Don't know how I feel about uh, Asuka and Bliss. It just kind of, I don't know. I'm not feeling it that much. It just feels like Bianca is just so good by herself. Like, she just shines alone. And, and I feel like Bliss is just kind of background noise. Asuka yelling and screaming week after week. I'm just getting a little tired of it. It's, it's just not that good. I would prefer her just to, like, be silent and just say a little bit of stuff. Instead of screaming and yelling, dancing around like a child and just whoop that ass. Like, go back to NXT, Asuka, beat the shit out of everybody. That's what I would want. But let's see. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I want them to shut my mouth and just blow me away in fucking war games. But I thought it was a very good, solid go-home raw this week. Six and a half. Add it then. Pretty good stuff. Alright, and moving on to NXT 2.0, the show kicks off with Toxic Attraction. Mandy Rose is laying down a promo about the Iron Survivor match, and no one can beat her and, all, and so on and so forth, all that good shit. Gigi and JC Jane want their tag team titles back, so this summons the tag team champions to come out. They talk smack back and forth, and I'm going to give the edge on the trash talking to, to Toxic Attraction. They're just better at it, man. Champs jump in the ring, but they get beaten down. They're just outnumbered 3-2. to two. An alright start for the show. Toxic Attraction looks good, and the Tag Team Champions look dumb. Cora Jade now versus Wendy Chu. Alright, here we go. Cora, grabbed, Cora Jade during the match grabs her stick. Wendy Chu wrestles it away from her. Referee takes the stick away from both of them. While he ain't looking though... That sneaky, sneaky Cora Jade grabs Wendy's drink and just throws it in her face for the pretty, honestly, quite funny W right there. I was giggling pretty good. Thumbs up for that. Very solid match. Fast paced throughout. I'm liking the chemistry with these two, man. Yeah, I'm liking it. And Wendy Chu uh, crying like a baby after the match was pretty solid as well. Again, the only thing I... 
I just want Wendy's Chew, Wendy Chew's music to change. Like, I like the idea of it. I just, oh, just the, the baby sounding music drives me bananas. If anyone remembers Drake Maverick and um, Killian Dane, they were a tag team. And I actually liked their tag team. It was just their music was so bad it killed the tag team for me. It was ridiculous. Moving on, we got Big Body Javi. Uh, he has a massive shit list of 1,147 people, starting with Axiom. Damn it, he's still hurt. All right, next, let's go for Elon Musk. Ah, it's just not going to happen, I don't think. And then he wants Canadian icon, Drake. Oh, yeah, the rapper. Oh, man. Uh, he's just calling out all these dudes, got this massive fucking... Uh, like Jericho kind of list thing going on. Uh, hilarious stuff, man. Really good from Big Body Javi. I I really liked it. Uh, thumbs up. Moving on, you got Chase U. They're hanging out backstage. Pretty deadly. Start teasing Duke. So he punches them in the face. A big old brawl breaks out. And uh, yeah, there's going to be more of that going on uh, later on in the show. New moving on, you got uh, Ivy Nile versus Kiana James. Henley comes out distracting Kiana. Ivy locks in the snack, snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> James taps out Nile with the W. Uh, yeah, or sorry, James taps out Nile with the W. Holy, we need to learn how to use a comma. Solid match, but it was short with a good pace, though. Nice moves from both women. Looking good in the ring right here. Kiana was, uh, she was looking real solid out there. She's a lot better than I remember. She was, yeah, she, she stood out, looked good. Henley brawls with Kiana after Creed Bros drop a fiery promo. Pretty good stuff right there. Duke telling Mr. Chase backstage what happened between him and Pretty Deadly. Got in a scrap. Duke is like, oh man, you can't be fighting people. <laughs> Just beating up whoever you want. But, Mr. Chase, Duke has great news. He got them a tag team championship match. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, Duke Hudson comes through. Good job. God damn, Duke, you're fantastic. Chase is flipping out. Uh, absolutely hilarious segment. Thumbs up. And now, out of nowhere, Scripes is debuting in the ring. He's been uh, laying down. Well, he, I don't know. We've heard some cryptic, weird little video segments popping around every about once a week or so for the last few weeks it's been pretty underwhelming but now here he is didn't i don't recall them saying he was gonna make his in-ring debut until the the show started but here he is everybody it's scrapes versus guru something i didn't get his last name i apologize deeply anyway uh no oh no you know who fucking scrapes is it's goddamn Reggie, isn't it? Oh, no. That freaking goofball who's jumping around Cirque Soleil fucking Disneyland bullshit. Um, yeah, it was him and Dana Brooke who basically took all the fun out of the 24-7 championship and got it retired. Uh, maybe this will be better, better for Reggie, but, like, the crowd, it was so noticeable that everyone almost instantly realized it was Reggie. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, his outfit, <coughs> he comes out with a mask on. Again, it doesn't hide the fact that it's Reggie. Uh, his outfit honestly looks kind of dumb. Uh, a little late with the Halloween. He's coming out in black and orange stuff. I mean, he's got all these, like, bedazzled, I don't know, strings. or I don't know what the fuck. I can't remember what the hell they're called. But didn't like his outfit. Looks stupid. Reggie... I'm going to call him Reggie Scrapes. Wins his debut match, though. He was doing the flipping Cirque du Soleil Disneyland shit. 
it was okay. I'm just extremely disappointed. It was Reggie. You know, I was I was hoping we we're gonna get something new, but it's just a a reskin of a different guy. Put a mask on him. They seemed to I don't know McMahon. They all seemed to like him a lot. Did a lot with him with the 24/7 championship. I just don't think it really translates all that well into the ring. Uh, but we'll see, man. I'm I'm gonna give it a chance, though. It's only it's just a debut match, so I'll give it a, I'll give it a couple weeks. But so far, I'm I'm very disappointed. Moving on, talking about disappointed. The Schism are in the ring. They're all wearing these creepy ass yellow masks, but they all like one by one they take it off when they talk. It's like the anti-talking mask or something. Like, oh, you gotta take your mask off if you want to talk. Anyway, they talk about Thanksgiving. It's super fucking lame. Thumbs down. Ava grabs a planted fan from the crowd. Gacy appears to want to eat the young man. I don't know. The way he's looking at him, dude, he just looks hungry. Ava cre uh, creepily hugs him for, like, way too long, bro. And then Gacy goes for a hug. Then he, like, fucking gig it. He tweaks the freak out. Fucking goes nuts. Puts him through a table. All right, I'll admit the table spot was pretty funny. I like that he tweaked. I'm going to have to give that a thumbs up. Quite possibly the first ever thumbs up for, for Schism. Everything else, though, was fucking trash. Thumbs down. Moving on, you got Trick and Wesley. They're being interviewed by Mackenzie. Uh, quite entertaining interview right here. Thumbs up. I uh, have to shout out Mackenzie, the interview uh, woman. She is buzzing backstage. She is crushing it with the interviews. Her her facial reactions are really on point. She's quite good. Uh, good stuff. Thumbs up for her. Good job, Mackenzie. Moving on, you got Braun Breaker uh, with the I'm just a regular guy video segment. You know what I'm saying? He's just a dude who likes riding in his boat and doing some fishing, damn it. He's just a real man. Um, it was, it was an okay segment, you know, trying to give Braun some, uh, character, some depth, or, uh, humanity, if you will, uh, so people can relate to him. It, it, eh, you know, we'll just leave it at that, I guess. It was fine. Uh, Sol Ruka now versus Zoe Stocks. Zoe gets the W here. It was an alright match. Sol Ruka continues to impress. She's still pretty, pretty new here. Uh, she was good in the ring, flipping around and shit. You know, uh, better flipping around. No, it's better in the ring. Uh, she does it better th in the ring than, like, Reggie would. Reggie, just it just seems light and feathery. Like, nice and safe. You know, he's a professional. He was in the Cirque du Soleil or whatever. And Solruka, I don't know. She Not as, like, light and feathery. I don't know. It's just shit I notice. Uh, Nikita Lyons runs down to beat down Zoe Stock. They're still fucking going after each other. So, the rivalry continues to heat up here. But uh, on a side note, I think uh, Sol Ruka and Nikita Lyons would make a great tag team later down the line. Once uh, they wrap up the Zoe Stock stuff, Sol Ruka fucking kind of looks similar to Nikita Lyons. I think they would be a good tag team together. That would be fun. We'll see. We'll see. Moving on now, we got Mr. Mr. Chase and Duke Hudson with Hale versus Pretty Deadly, Wilson and Prince for the NXT Tag Team Championships. This match coming out of nowhere. Let's get into it, baby. Pretty deadly beating the crap out of Mr. Chase. King accidentally bulldozes Hale on the outside. That poor woman. She just absolutely got decked. That was uh, great selling. Made me giggle. So I'll give it a thumbs up. I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Duke gets the hot tag and he is fucking slamming everyone. He even picks up Mr. Chase and slams him on Pretty Deadly. That was phenomenal. Giving that a thumbs up. Then Duke blasts Chase accidentally with a big boot. Whoops, okay, he's getting too crazy now. Duke, you gotta calm down. 
pretty deadly, take advantage, hit the spilled milk on Chase to retain the titles yet again. Very, very entertaining match, man. Crowd was hot for Chase U. Uh, honestly, wish it was a little bit longer. So, but um, seven out of ten, it was a good. It was a good match. I'd like these two teams to go at it again, man, for sure. Um, I'm not saying that they're anywhere on the level of the acclaimed or they're even similar to, but you have the potential to have this become a really good comedy act that the crowd can get behind. And uh, I think you got something here with, with Chase U. They got the fun Chase U section in the crowd, the, the, the cheering section. I really dig Chase U, man. And um, Duke having a good week here, bringing back my uh, my appeal for him being in the uh, chase you now so uh looking good looking good they didn't get the win but uh, it was entertaining as hell now we move on to the main event carmelo hayes versus wesley west defending his north american championship interesting entrance for wesley um comes out from behind this like boulder or some shit and like these little rocks are falling around him i i don't know man it uh it was fine it kind of remind all i can think of the whole time i was watching it, it just reminded me of penta in aew when he comes uh from behind the, the 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 tombstone thing or whatever um wesley's was fine it was just like 72 percent less awesome than penta's entrance so there's there's that it was fine uh, in starting with the match now, they go with a couple nice springboard moves, give Mello the momentum out of the gate. They get into a fist fight in the middle. Uh, Lee fired up after that fantastic sell by Mello on the on the Huracorana DDT by Wesley. Oh my goodness, Mello just plants his freaking head. Unbelievable, fantastic, thumbs up. Got the beautiful knee strike pin combo thing by Wesley. Just looked really nice and clean. Super near fall on that as well. Thumbs up. Trick runs out only to eat a big old dive by Wesley. Got a weird flip kick thing by, by Lee. Then nails the driver to retain the North American Championship. Fuck yeah, man. That was a very good match. Both Lee and Carmelo are just really good fucking solid in the ring man and together really good chemistry chemistry is really important in uh, matches that's why i talk about it all the time if you it's really noticeable when guys don't have chemistry and it's noticeable when they have it i think wesley and carmelo hayes have good chemistry together good match seven and a half out of ten after that uh some music hits and a returning dijakovic Comes out of nowhere and hits the worst looking knee strike I have ever seen. It looks like, I don't know, like he glitched out or something. Like the frame rates dropped on this guy like big time. It was fucking weird. You go check it out. It was hilarious. They probably edited it some, edited it, edited it, whatever. They fixed it probably by now, but whatever. The crowd boos. The show ends. I am dying in laughter. I'm la I'll give it a thumbs up for how fucking funny it was. It was like so bad it was good but it was a thumbs down because oh dear god not a good way to uh uh re-enter into the fold by missing a knee by 18 feet but regardless check it out hilarious okay well up and down show this week schism still sucks but um if they keep the cult talk to a minimum you know turn that way down and turn up the slamming people through tables as sacrifices turn that way up that could work. That could work. You might have something there. Uh, my heart did sink, though, seeing that Reggie Scripes crowd knew it right away. We all knew it. Uh, I think it's uh, more than likely doomed to fail. I, I'm sorry, Reggie. It's just 
we already we've seen you like flounder with the 24 7 championship it didn't work and now you're gonna do it again with a mask on and it's just nah man it's not gonna work anyway uh some really entertaining moments as well big body javi man oh wow this guy he, oh, he's latching on to me he continues every week to make me laugh i i love the big body javi what a great name mckenzie interviewing was excellent this week she was on fire and the uh, chase you were were fantastic uh, uh hopefully they can continue up with that momentum stay in there in the contending uh, spots for the tag team that'd be great <gasps> excuse me main event was good i'm happy excuse me one more time oh almost a third time if i got a third time i'm happy though that dijakovic is back back but oh my goodness dude that knee was so fucking bad oh entertaining show though six out of ten but swear to god you have to check that knee out man and uh if they made it look good it didn't it didn't look good okay it was horrible so funny my wife and i watched it like five times it was bad Oh, so, so, sweet Lord of mercy, good Lord of mercy. Sorry, I'm a little excited. I just, just finished watching the Leafs defeating the Minnesota Wild. But that is for the hockey cast. Make sure you go watch, listen, listen to the hockey cast. Yeah, anyway, Dynamite is in Chicago this week. Oh, boy, that's always a good time. Let's get into it. So there's uh, there's a lot of fallout, that <laughs> a lot of questions and answers that we need after uh, full gear. And there, we're going right into it because William Regal is kicking off the show. He betrayed John Moxley at full gear. Spoilers alert. Uh, you go Make sure you go listen to the re- re- review over back there. But William Regal, though, seriously, he uh, fucked over John Moxley. He's kicking off the show. He's got some fucking shit to say. So... Fuck you, Regal Chance, from the crowd. That's awesome. Uh, he says MJF won't be here this week in a dump like Chicago. The crowd absolutely loved that. They were just ugh, going crazy. They loved it so much. Mox is here. Oh, geez. Here we go. Regal stands his ground. Danielson runs down to calm the situation down. He succeeds. Moxley tells Regal to walk and never come back. That was a very tense, tight butthole opener to the show. Well done. I mean, uh, Regal didn't really say all that much about it, but uh, I just just want MJF to come out. I was honestly surprised that Moxley was here. I thought he would be, like, maybe gone for a little bit, take a little break. I just want the guy to take a break. He's such an animal, but... um, that engine just keeps on going, man. He's just, he's not ready to take. He doesn't want a break. Anyway, good good opening to the show. Thumbs up. Moving on, you got uh, Jake Haggard. I get this guy's name wrong all the time. I feel like I say it wrong all the time. Whenever this guy pops up and I have to say his name on the podcast, I probably call him uh, Jack Swagger, Jake Swagger, whatever. Uh, just like Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson, ridiculous. But Jake Haggard, he's out there with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Versus Orange Cassidy. He's with the best friends. Uh, this is for the All-Atlantic Championship. So um, Orange called out Jake or uh, Haggard at, at uh, full gear. So here we go. Let's have this match. Orange trying to grab the hat. The beautiful purple bucket hat. Don't you dare touch that hat. The hat eventually falls off though. After uh, it stayed on for a good, uh, a long amount of time. Longer than you'd think. Haggard is absolutely beside himself man. So funny. Thumbs up. 
Orange keeps teasing. Uh, he's going to put on the hat, but just, like, can't quite get it. Uh, get a chance to put it on. That's really funny stuff. Haggard is reunited with his hat finally. Hallelujah. Orange rolls up Haggard, though, to retain his championship. Damn, that was an incredible performance by the hat. I mean, the selling, the, oh, the, what a performance. The, oh, it was great. Standout match for sure for the hat. Thumbs up. Orange and Swagger were pretty all right, too. They're, they're pretty funny out there. Pretty good. 7.5 out of 10, all joking aside. The factory and QT Marshall come down to cause problems, but the lights go off. It's the House of Black. Oh, sweetness of the... Oh, my goodness. They clear the ring. Welcome back, Brody King. Oh, I missed him so much. I'm so happy he's back. The rest of them, ah, whatever. But Brody King. Brody King. Goodness. I'm so happy he's back. He fucks everybody up, man. He's so good. Uh, yeah, I, I guess they're back. So, uh, welcome back AEW to uh, AEW House of Black. Uh, their future was a little foggy there. I didn't know what the hell was going on. But they're back on TV. So, there you go. They're back. Now we move on to the Eliminator Tournament final match. Ethan Page with Stokely Hathaway Ugh. versus Ricky Stocks. All right. Ricky is taped up so much so he kind of looks like a mummy. It's ridiculous. Starks, though, hits a nice tornado DDT on Page. Page pulls Ricky out of the corner into a power slam near fall there. That was just a really unique uh, move right there from Page. I liked it. Thumbs up. Ricky hits two spears and wins the Eliminator Tournament. Goodness. Wow, that's cool. Will, uh, he will get a shot at MJF at Winter is Coming. That is a pay-per-view. Yes, that is the name of it. Uh, I don't know how that one, that one's going to age. Not. I don't know. We'll see how. That, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the name, but I don't care. Uh, match was solid between Ricky and Ethan. Ricky with the gutsy win, man, looking like a mummy and all. He was beaten down from uh, full gear, but gets it done here tonight. Getting a shot at the AEW title, I feel, is well-deserved, man. Ricky has been great. Uh, whenever he's put into a big big spot, he shines. Ethan Page was good as well. He's he's underrated. I, I like Ethan Page, but wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to have Ethan Page go up against MJF. They're sort of similar characters, except Ethan Page is like the RC Cola light. Like whatever's underneath RC Cola. You know what I'm saying. Uh, Ethan Page, I like him though. Moving on, Jade Cargill. She's happy. She got her title back in her possession. Finally, it took forever. Uh, they're going to celebrate uh, the victory next week because Chicago is whack. She ain't, we ain't doing that here. Not in Chicago. No way. That made me giggle. Uh, they go to celebrate, but not you, Kira Hogan. She gets fired as, as one of the baddies. So, boom. That honestly made me laugh, like, quite a lot. I just love the way that Jade Cargill was like, nope, not you. <laughs> she just fires her. Good stuff right there. I like that segment. Thumbs up. Moving on, we got The Elite versus Death Triangle in match two of seven in the best of seven series, or uh, potentially seven. I feel like it's it's going to seven, right? But we'll have to see. Let's get into it. So Death Triangle is up one nothing so far in the series. Let's get into it. The Elite still coming out to Kansas, Carry On My Wayward Son. Uh, I still love the song, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it's working. Like I said in the full gear, I don't know if it's going to work week to week. Uh, they need to edit it or something. They need to make it so it's more 
you know, the, Kansas, carry on my wayward son. Let me get into it a little bit. Let me get into it a little bit. It's a, it's an, it's a whole event of a song. It's fast tempo. It's low tempo up and down. They need to just edit it so that it's all the up tempo stuff. And like, come on now. Like I, it, it doesn't work when they're coming out and like hyping, getting all hyped up. It's like, dude, and the piano parts are going nice and calm. And it's, it's not working for me. Love the song, but come on, let's, let's work it out. Edit that shit up. Make it sound real good. Regardless, Pack broke his nose at full gear. He's wearing a face shield out there tonight. Uh, Phoenix hits a perfect, absolutely perfect tornado on everybody on the outside. Just the landing was mwah, beautiful. Chef's kiss and a thumbs up. Penta goes crazy, hitting backbreakers on everybody. I mm, I love that. That was awesome. Tilt-a-whirl backbreakers at that. Thumbs up. Bucks remove the protective mask off of Pack. He eats a BTE trigger, which is like a, just a big old fucking knee to the face. So that's great. Uh, he's he's pinned, but he is saved by Ray Fenix. Omega hits a GTS. Pack kicks kicks out of that. Holy moly, man! Like a guy with a broken nose taking all this like nose impact moves like ridiculous so good matt hits a sneaky low blow while the ref ain't looking on pack rough night for pack out there y'all <laughs> matt has the hammer but penta has his own hammer stops matt boinks him on the head and death triangle win they go up two nothing in this series goodness i did not see that this oh, double swerve on me i did not expect him to go up two nothing oh we'll see oh yeah a uh, very good match, though, regardless. The, the shots Pack were taking without the mask were just brutal. He was, you know, he was protecting himself as, as best he could. Uh, excuse me. But the ending as well was really good. I, I like the work that they're doing with the hammer. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed the match. Seven and a half out of ten. Reliably, you're going to get good stuff out of here. We're just, we're just going to see how high or low these valleys go. I don't see these matches going any lower than, like, maybe a six and a half out of ten if I get burned out. But I can see these going as high as a nine maybe higher i don't think i don't think we've hit anything uh nine and a half or higher yet so uh, i'd love to see it regardless seven and a half out of ten renee announces backstage that thunder rosa uh sadly has to relinquish the aew aew women's championship this makes jamie hater the official aew aew holy i'm struggling with this one y'all a she's the official okay the official aew women's champion uh that sucks for thunder rosa uh she's just struggling with an injury right now and doesn't look like she's coming back anytime soon sat that's that sucks but but jamie hater baby oh the news just keeps coming up everything's coming up jamie baby uh jamie and brit they come out brit takes the mic from jamie uh not allowing her to speak she just jumps in front of her oh boy it's beginning it's beginning they're they're gonna start hating each other you just wait they're gonna start hatering each other huh <laughs> anyway hater looks awesome though with that title the outfit Oh, she it, um, yummy. Looks good. Looks real good, baby. Looking real jacked. Uh, but eventually here, they're already teasing it just a little bit. I want them to take it as long as they want, man. If they want this, I want this to like be a slow build. Let Jamie have a nice long run, and then eventually, once they think maybe there's no one left, Jamie and hate and uh, and the doctor, they finally go at it. That would be phenomenal. Anyway, uh, moving on. Three-way tag match now. We got Jamie Hayter and Britt versus Ty Mello and Anna Jay versus 
Nightingale and Sky Blue. This match was uh, very good. It's uh, there's a lot there's a lot of action going on. So, but not a whole lot of highlights necessarily. But it was a very good match, man. Like each team got a good chance to shine, especially Hater and Britt Baker. Obviously, I mean you got a new champion here. She's got to shine the most. But uh, the ending was fantastic. All hell breaking loose. Ty hits like a beautiful big boot, man. Like oh, I don't know. She must have caught her clean. It was beautiful looking. Match was stiff as hell. Uh, Especially at, at points, it got very, very stiff. 7.5 out of 10 for this one. Really good stuff. Just consistent flow throughout it. Everyone shining. Just really good shit. Little seeds being planted here for Brit and Hater. Let's let's do this nice and slow, like I said. Let's not rush into it. Everyone knows that it's coming, but let's tease this nice and slow, baby. Don't rush into it. You're not a college student. You're an, you're an adult. You like to... Whatever. Adults get it. The acclaimed caster with the recap rap on full gear. That was great as well. Thumbs up as always. The the rapping of Max Caster is just fantastic. We have even more fantastic news. Daddy Ass's scissoring hand is all healed up. Let's have a scissor fest. Scissor! Oh, everybody scissoring everywhere. Scissor! Scissor me timbers. Alright, enough of that. But, uh... But no, not a scissor fest, because Dutt and J-A-R-E-double-T interrupt the scissoring. Boo, I mean, boo, wait, boo. Chicago crowd, uh, crowd chants, TNA sucks. This makes me sad. Uh, at full gear, they were saying TNA was awesome, and now they're saying it sucks. This uh, Chicago, what the fuck, man? Anyway, I mean, I, okay, TNA had its bad moments, no doubt. They definitely had its bad moments, but man, in like 2004 to like 7, mm, I was some good shit, regardless. Anyway, the acclaimed resumed the scissoring, and all is well. So there you go. Hilarious segment right here. Thumbs up for that. Oh boy, here we go. Main event time, Tomohiro Ishii versus Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Oh my goodness, this is going to be a battle. Chris kicks it off by flipping off the Chicago crowd. That went over very well. Then the slap fight begins. Oh mercy. Just ridiculous. The, the, the slaps were real, y'all. Thumbs up. Hilarity. Jericho has taken so many chops, his chest is busted open. Chris does look like he blades himself just a little bit there to make it bleed even more, but he did get naturally busted open by just the amount of chops he was taking from Ishii, bro. It was ridiculous. Uh, moving on, Ishii busted open by hard punches to the head from Chris Jericho in the corner. Ishii takes an apron DDT man and his neck twists awkwardly. Thankfully, his neck is like one and a half millimeters thick long but it's like 400 meters thick it's he's got a interesting neck uh, oof ouch that definitely looked painful though ishii hits a code breaker on chris that was fantastic then a huge lariat near fall there jericho locks in the lion tamer ishii fights even gets to flip off chris jericho but he has to tap out it's too damn much it's the lion tamer jericho retains the ring of honor world title an absolute Strong style battle, man. Oh my goodness. Again, if you have not seen Ishii fight, uh, rather, Eddie Kingston or Chris Jericho, do it. Just watch it, man. Battle. Absolute war. 
There was a solid 11,000 chops and elbows, literally to the point of Chris Jericho's chest bleeding. I can't say I've ever seen that before. I've seen Brian Danielson's chest get beat up so bad that it got like disgustingly infected. It was it was horrific. Just uh, try and look that up. That was in when he was in WWE. Whew, regardless, fantastic. Uh, Brian Danielson must have been in the back, just like jealous as hell. He's like, damn. Chris Jericho got his chest to bleed. I want that to happen to me. Oh, fantastic finish as well, man. If you haven't seen, like I said that, just watch this match, dude. Eight out of ten, an absolute war. It would it, it would be higher. It would be like an eight and a half, possibly higher than that. But I've seen this fight before, so it's more of the same. It's still regard. It's great, though. Don't get me wrong. Claudio, after that, comes out. He attacks Chris Jericho. Looks like he wants his Ring of Honor championship back. Uh, understandably so. I'm down with that. Claudio versus Jericho up next, maybe. That sounds good to me. Very good dynamite this week. Chicago crowd was nice and boisterous as always. Uh, the tension between Moxley and Regal is super high, man. My butthole was just so tight. Can't wait to see MJF next week, man. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be an event to see him come out with that title. He's going to... He's going to make it worth your while to, to check out. So uh, be watching that next week for sure. Hater. Oh, man. Like, I think they had to take him off this week so that Hater can shine this week, man. She looks fantastic as the champion. Lots of good matches on this card as well. Topped off with another Jericho Ishii classic, man. Uh, good show. You, you won't go wrong watching Dynamite. As per usual, going to give the show overall a 7.5 out of 10. Moving on now to Friday Night Smackdown. They're in Providence, Rhode Island. What the hell are they doing there? Anyway, moving on, we got starting the show out with Damage Control and Rhea Ripley. They're in the ring. Bailey says she is ready for war. Goddamn, I am too. Uh, Bianca and crew come out and they reveal their fifth member. It's Becky Lynch. Oh my god. I, uh, I don't even know why that, that name did not go come by on my Rolodex there. I was, like, trying to think of, like, oh, I wonder who it's going to be. And then Becky Lynch came out, and it's like, oh, of course. Of course it's Becky. Of course. No, that's that's fantastic. She also, um, she looks really good, man. She dropped the David Bowie look, which kind of hurts kind of hurts my heart a little bit. I love David Bowie, but, I mean, I guess the, that look wasn't Becky's best look. She looks fantastic, though, tonight. She's kind of got the leather jacket. The hair is nice and curly. I like it. Everyone brawls in the ring. Becky teases uh, fighting Rhea Ripley, but we will have to wait for that for War Games. Solid start to the show here, and welcome back, Becky's Lunch. World Cup Tournament Match, Butch with the Brawling Burt. Brawling Burts, Brawling Brutes versus Santos Escobar. He's out there with Legato, Fantasma, whatever the fuck, and Selena. She also looks absolutely fantastic. My wife said that she looked gross, and I was like, no, that is incorrect. That's just not true. Anyway, Butch pushed off the top rope. He lands really hard on his side. That looked quite painful. Butch hits a perfect moonsault on Legato, lands on his feet like not even a big deal. Thumbs up for that. Huge brawl breaks out in the back. Bloodline, KO, McIntyre, everybody runs back there. It's it's insane. So much brawling. Uh, just the theme of the week. 
Selena distracting the ref now. Legato with the shenanigans. Escobar steals the win over Butch to advance to the finals. God dang it. Legato, freaking stupid sexy Selena, always ruining everything. Uh, lots of Gaga, if you will, going on in this match. Um, really good match, though, uh, going on in the ring. Just not enough attention for it. Just way too much focus on the brawl. I was, I wanted, I was like, more attention to the match, please. But yeah, I understand. They got it. They got to get everything ready for War Games. But oh man, if only there was more attention. Butch is absolutely unreal in the ring, man. I love him so much. One day, maybe he and JD McDonough would be will be a tag team after and then they will fight about it and then they'll be friends again and then they'll fight about it and we can just keep going on and on uh i give the match a seven and a half out of ten bray wyatt now he does his entrance then he does like a ted talks thing where he's i don't know talking about the fiend uh it, it, i don't know it's fine but he, he doesn't want to bring back the fiend and then he interrupts himself with a video of himself being weird it's um yeah then la knight is uh, he's talking in the back all i want to hear out of him is a uh, yeah and then he gave us that he gave us that so um i'm happy here i'm happy but uh yeah bray wyatt i don't know it was it was whatever you know hit row versus viking raiders good lord uh, Sarah Logan now, uh, being named Valhalla, um, the name is whatever, but god damn, she looks so badass, man, she comes out and, like, I don't even know what the hell she's coming out as, but she looks awesome, like, like, last week I said she looked like the woman from Hellblade, now she looks like that, but, like, add in some fucking Elden Ring shit, I don't know, she looks awesome, though, so I'm gonna give her a thumbs up for the look. Good timing, also with the with the timing of God of War, with the Valhalla, and and they have their their finishing move now is called Ragnarok. So they're they're playing with the God of War stuff. Uh, it's it's you know good timing, good timing. They defeat Shit Row in uh, short order, not a big deal. It was basically a squash match with like Hit Row getting in a little bit, but not much at all. Building up the Raiders, the Viking Raiders, as badasses yet again. Uh, so far, it's it's good. I mean, we've done this before with these guys, but um, I don't know. Let's get them some real competition. Like, just give them the New Day again. That's that's the good stuff. Like, that's the good tag team. So, uh, I don't know what's going on with Hit Row, man. I think, what did they do? Bring them in here just to lose and stuff? Like, I understand the tag team depth was a little lacking, but I don't, I don't, I don't even know why they brought them back, man. I am not a fan of Hit Row at all. Hence why I call them shit, bro. Anyway, Dom Mysterio. He is uh, trying to enter Rey Mysterio's house, his father. But uh, he is not welcome to have Thanksgiving with his own familia. Rey Mysterio won't let him in. So um, Rhea and Dom do the right thing and beat the bejesus out of him for being an unthankful douchebag. Like, dude. It's Thanksgiving. You gotta let your son in and have a little turkey dinner. I mean, a little drumstick, a little mashed potatoes, I mean, the stuffing, and then, you know, give him a little piece of pie and tell him to get the fuck out of here. But no, you had to be difficult, so you got your ass kicked by Rhea and your son in front of your familia. Embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. But still, I like the segment. It was funny. Again, Dom Mysterio, I'm liking his heel work, man. Pretty good. World Cup Tournament match, yet another one. This time we got Ricochet versus Braun Strowman. Ricochet gets blasted into a new millennium. He got sent over the announce table. Braun just pounces him, and oh, it was fantastic. 
Gunther walks down. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, not good podcasting. Oh my god. Gunther walks down to stare at Braun. Ricochet rolls up the giant for the huge upset victory. Uh, classic big man versus little man match here. Honestly, the fight was quite predictable as uh, what the outcome was going to be, but I thought they did a, a good job at ex executing it, so I enjoyed it. Imperium beat down Braun Strowman. Ricochet tries to help, but he does absolutely nothing but get his ass beat down as well. Good job, Ricochet. And then Braun regroups, chases off Imperium, then helps up Ricochet. They celebrate in the ring. There you go. The right decision, I felt, was made here, uh, having Santos versus Ricochet for the cup finals. That should be good. I was... I was nervous that maybe they were going to let Braun Strowman go to the finals. And again, like I said last week, Braun Strowman's fine. I just don't think he really fits in with this grouping of wrestlers. Get him up in the main event division. Have him fight Roman Reigns. That will be, that's where he belongs. So it looks like that's what they're going for here. Or he's just going to fight, I don't know, what why they brought Gunter out. Like, uh, again, I, do, I don't want that match. I don't want Gunter versus Braun Strowman. It's just not what I think is, I don't think it's going to be very good. Moving on, you got Sammy is met by Kevin Owens backstage. Kevin planting some seeds into Sammy's brain. Oh, duh. Jay Uso is listening in on the conversation the whole time. Jay interrogates Sammy Zayn after, but uh, he says he wasn't talking to anybody. Sammy's lying, and um, yeah, not my. He's uh, he says no way, dog. I'm not lying to you. Not no way, dog. Um, I am honestly really liking the storyline. Can't wait to see what Sammy is going to do here. I, I'm hoping they go long-term booking here and have a slow turn of Sami Zayn. And then maybe, just maybe, at the right time, Sami Zayn helps his buddy Kevin Owens defeat Roman Reigns when the time is right. And uh, that would be fantastic. But, I mean, WrestleMania is kind of around the corner and we have not had Roman Reigns versus The Rock yet. And I feel like they have to explore that at some point, right? So, I don't know. I'm, 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 I have my, uh, I have my, I don't really know. My ears, my eyes open. I don't know. I'm just ready. I'm ready for it, man. I, I'm just, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Roman Reigns. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are in the ring. They deliver this, like, really weird, awkward trash talk promo. It was just, it just wasn't very good at all. They attack Rodri they attacked, sorry, Rodri uh, Rodriguez earlier in the show. Shayna looks like a swan. Uh her makeup is whack. It looks crazy. I don't like she just looks weird, man. I didn't like it. It was making me giggle. It was throwing me off. Move into a match now. Shotzi versus Rhonda and Shayna Baszler starts out as a handicap match, but not for long. Uh, Raquel does eventually make her way into the match. Doesn't really matter. She's too hurt to really make a difference. Ronda and Baszler whoop the crap out of them for the W. And again, the SmackDown women's division continues to be meh. Moving on now, we got McIntyre and Sheamus versus the Usos. This is for the War Games Advantage, and it's the main event. Whole bunch of shenanigans throughout the match, man. I mean... Zayn causing a distraction, allowing Usos to hit a splash, but a really close near fall right there. McIntyre, with the huge dive, takes out everybody. Oh my goodness, a man that big should not be able to dive that ridiculously good. Thumbs up. Sammy tries to grab the belts, but KO Kevin Owens stops him from doing so. Sammy, Sammy finally gets ejected out of the match. Kevin, Owen, Kevin Owens hits a stunner on... 
Uh, on Jay, Sheamus hits the Brogue Kick for the W, and the Brawling Brutes get the War Games advantage. Very good match, man. Really good setup for War Games. Uh, oh, God, it's going to be so good. And it's literally starting, like, right now. I just got to wait for my wife to get home, and then we're going to start watching Survivor Series. Oh, fuck yeah, but, yeah. Good match, 7.5 out of 10. Very solid go-home SmackDown this week. Becky Lynch with the big return was fantastic. I like the decision for the World Cup Finals. That, sh that sounds like it should be good right there with uh, Ricochet versus Escobar. That on paper should be a pretty solid match. Let's hope they get that done. And uh, both the War Games matches are set up to be quite good. Again, I am so excited to see what Roman Reigns is going to do. What role he is going to play play in the War Games. Is he going to just do nothing the whole time and then get the pin at the end? Kevin Owens, is, is the Brawling Brutes going to get the win here? And oh my god, it's going to be fantastic. I thought the show was quite solid. I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. And last but certainly not least is AEW's Rampage. Show kicks off with FTR versus Top Flight. This is for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Dante with a minor trip up on the springboard dive. He still gets most of it on FTR, but mostly just the cash wheeler kind of has to catch most of them. FTR hit a great powerbomb splash combo for a near fall. FTR nailed the big rig to retain their titles. Uh, wow, dude. Uh, great tag team match. Top flight are absolutely incredible, man. Talented. And they're both under 24. One's 21 and the other one's 23. Ridiculous how good they are in the ring. Uh, excuse me. They kind of remind me, like, they, they work kind of like Ray Phoenix. Like, there's flying around on the ropes are ridiculously fast and athletic uh very entertaining to watch i really really like the match and uh, it was surprisingly stiff especially on the ftr side they're always quite stiff i felt the pairing with uh top flight and ftr really good pairing right there i like these guys going at it eight out of ten Jericho Appreciation Society, they're all in the ring Jericho is laying it down saying he's the best champ of all time this summons Former Ring of Honor champion, Claudio Castanole. Claudio lays down a really wonky, uh, clunky promo. Crowd is heckling him a little bit, giving him a hard time. Claudio wants another shot at the title. Chris says, Forget it! Bernard Daddy Magic on the mic now, making fun of Claudio. Dude, that Daddy Magic, he's so fucking funny, man. He is just, uh, he is a pot of coffee, man. He is just pure caffeine put into a, a male just an absolute machine uh hilarious thumbs up for that guy jericho says he will give him a shot but if jericho wins claudio has to become a member of the jericho appreciation society oh my goodness claudio agrees uh claudio he's uh, pretty rough on the mic man uh, but the match is going to be good he's solid in the ring but yeah never been known for his mic skills that's i, I guess that's kind of why he didn't quite click in the WWE, but I've always liked Claudio, man. He's good stuff. Renee interviews Tony Storm. Tony Storm is obviously quite sad she lost her title, but she is determined to get it back, so there you go. It was just quick and sweet little interview. Anthony Henry with JD Drake versus Darby Allen with Sting. I mean, sorry, with Sting! These, ha uh, these two have an extensive history, apparently. It shows in the ring. They are flying around, man, and just ridiculously fast transition. You can tell these guys have done this a few times before. 
Drake gets involved, hits Darby with a hard shot. Sting comes over and destroys Drake with just one blow, just destroyed. Scorpion death drop, a coffin drop, and Darby wins. Very solid match, ridiculously fast and classic outrageous Darby selling, just throwing his body around like a like he doesn't care, and he clearly doesn't, but fantastic, very uh, just entertaining is Darby Allen. Thumbs up. Athena calls out the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, Mercedes, Mar- oh, every time, Mercedes Martinez. Athena looking, uh, she's still doing the heel thing, and I, it's it's fine, I like it. Uh, maybe she'll beat Mar- Mercedes? I don't know, I don't really see much of Martinez anymore. Ukara Shida now in a match versus Queen Amanada. Penelope and the Bunny arrive to watch. That's okay. Uh, the Queen tries, but she's no match for Sheeta. It's a squash match, not not a big deal. Ford and Bunny don't do anything. They just kind of go away. So they're just being weird, and Sheeta doesn't really care. It's time for our main event. Trio's tag team match, Butcher and Blade, with Roosh versus the Dark Order. The Dark Order are down one member to start the match. Uh, I just got to say, man, Butcher, let me talk to you, dog. Let me pull you over here to the side. You got to cut that crap off at the top of your head, bro. Just embrace being bald, shave it off. Whatever that mess is on your head looks weird. Get rid of it. Ah, okay, moving on. Guess what Rush gets in his hands yet again? The freaking extension cord. Will someone seriously, every single week, this guy get this, get Oh my god. Get this guy a Home Depot sponsorship or something. He's always got these extension cords. It's ridiculous. Ugh. He chokes Johnny Hungy with it, and water is poured on poor freaking Johnny Hungy. I mean, jeez. He's already getting choked out with an extension cord, and you gotta pour liquid on him. Like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Then Ten finally arrives. He enters the match, and he attacks his buddy, Johnny Hungy. Oh my god. He, now he's wet and now his best friend attacks him what the hell is going on here Roosh destroys Hungy for the W solid match but holy fuck what a swerve the beatdown continues 10 and Roosh destroyed the dark or- order oh my god I'm so upset I'm hiccuping um damn dude uh, they rip Evil Uno's mask off of his head they beat the crap out of him he's bleeding then they put Reynolds through a table like the carnage and then 10 removes his own mask throws it to the child negative one brody lee's son who hangs out with the dark order just throws it at him and completely and just utterly completes the fantastically done heel turn i mean god damn god oof, wow uh what a what a change and now uh 10 is calling himself Tristan Vance, and Tristan Vance, wow, what a heel turn, great, great job right here, thumbs up, good rampage, uh, top flight are absolutely banana, more of these guys please, I, I will take more of that, Athena going on a heel run is interesting, pretty decent so far, I'm, I'm digging it, and the, and the big heel turn, Tristan Vance turning his back on the Dark Order, god damn, uh, that was wicked, well done, I haven't seen a heel turn like that in a hot minute, Good job, good rampage, 7 out of 10. 
And let's move into the three stars of the week. I am including full gear into the three stars of this week, so a lot of it's going to be full gear stuff, but a couple of shout-outs before we get to the three stars. The four-way match for the Ring of Honor Championship at full gear was fantastic. Good match. I just wish they uh, cleaned up the way that it ended. They kind of botched the finish. They didn't botch the finish. Would have made... The three stars. So I'm going to get a call later from Chris Jericho. He's going to yell at me. But it's all right, Chris. It's all right, Chris. I got your back. You're in the you're in the three stars this week. Don't worry. You made it in there. And then another shout-out for Akiyama versus Eddie Kingston. That was uh, one hell of a war right there. That was fucking ridiculous. And now the third star goes to Chris Jericho versus Ishii for the Ring of Honor title on dynamite that was another absolute war fantastic another or is it ishi ishi he i don't know how they're, they're saying it weird man i'm not from japan i don't know how to talk like that but a uh, great match loved it second star goes to the trios tag match uh, death triangle versus the elite at full gear Oh man, if you haven't had had yourself a treat and uh, treated yourself to uh, an, an, the Elite match versus the Lucha Bros, you haven't seen that shit before. Go ahead and watch this one. You're gonna get your you're gonna have yourself a fantastic time. Really good match. I was surprised by the ending on that one. And the first star I am going with, even though it wasn't the highest rated match, but is the highest rated woman of this week for sure. Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. Oh. Oh, I'm so happy that Jamie Hayter is the champion. That's my girl right there. I did not expect her to win that match. She did it anyway, and now she is the champion. I am happy as fuck. She had a good performance again on Dynamite, so I'm going to give her the first star. It's my, my show, my rules, my way. It, it's, uh, yeah, that's what I got to say about that. All right, we'll move into the predictions for Survivor Series, and we will wrap up the show. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. Oh, the pressure is starting to build on me. I, I, would, I, did, I had a perfect perfect run. I got, I got 10 out of 13 last week in the full gear, and now this one. Oh, jeez, here we go. Um, okay, first one is the Women's War Games match. Team Bel Air versus Team, Team Bailey. Damage Katarl. Hey, okay, okay. Uh, Oh, oh, geez. Oh, man, this is tough. You got Rhea Ripley. Becky. Becky came back, but she could be bad. Oh, jeez. I'm going to sk- I'm gonna come back to that one. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. I'm going Ronda Rousey. That one's easy. AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor's with the Judgment Day. And, and, and I want Finn Balor to win. For, the, for one of the first times I have said that in a long time, I actually want Finn Balor to win. So I'm going with Finn Balor because I think the Judgment Day are fantastic and the OC suck. Except for Mia Yim. Mia Yim's fantastic. But, uh, and AJ Styles is fine. And, I mean, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are fine, too. I just, you know... You know what I'm saying? Jeez. They're just, they're not that good in, as a unit. And also, why is it a singles match? I'm going to say that again. What the fuck? Stop. Why is this not a Survivor Series style match? What the hell? Why is this even called Survivor Series? This has nothing to do with Survivor Series. So the original concept was teams of five strive to survive. This has, there are, these are teams of the, uh, whatever. I don't care. Seth Frickin'. Seth frickin' Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. I hope I hope that I hope that I hope that made it in. Triple threat match for the United States Championship. 
Uh, I mean, fucking Austin Theory should win it because, I mean, the guy needs it. Ew, this is a tough one, too. Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Seth Frickin'. Seth Frickin' shouldn't even have the title in the first place. I don't even know why. Should be Bo- should have been Bobby's and Bobby's alone. Oh, I don't know. I'm like, for the sake of Austin Theory, he should win it, so... I'll go with Austin. Screw it. Austin Theory. Brawling Brutes. The team of Brawling Brutes versus the Bloodline. I'm going with the Brawling Brutes on that one for storyline purposes. And, okay, back to Team Belair versus Team Bailey. Aw, oh, jeez. Got Becky's Lynch. Becky's Lynch. Uh, oh, this one's hard. This is this is the hardest one for me for some reason. I don't know why. Women's War Game match. How are we going to do? How are we going to do? Oh, Alexis, Alexa Bliss. Mm. Oh, Mia Yim's in there. And Becky Lynch. All right, I'm going Team Belair. Team Belair. New people got to win. New people got to win. And uh, T- Damage Control's been winning everything. So I'll, I'll go with uh, Team Belair. There you go. I think that's all of them. So Team Belair, Ronda Rousey, Finn Balor, Austin Theory, and Team Brawling Brutes. Let's fucking go, all right? There you go. That's my predictions. That is the show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You made it all the way through. You're fantastic. Hope you enjoy Survivor Series. Enjoy your weekend. I am current. I'm literally watching the Leaf game right now as we're recording this. We are up. We are destroying the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. The shots are literally 24 to 6. We're only up one nothing. Anyway, hope you guys uh, have a good weekend and enjoyed the show. Gamer GX, uh, the, the Gamer GamerCast will be on Monday. Going to be talking about Deathloop. And last week I talked about Mario Bros. 3 or something. Regardless, go back and make sure you check out all the old episodes. Wednesday I had the hockey cast and all that great stuff. Uh, uploading Uncharted 3 and Disco Elysium on YouTube. The links are down below. The YouTube channel is GamerGX Videos if you want to check it out. I would love to see you guys over there. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend. I'm going to finish my Leaf game and then I'm going to watch Survivor Series. War games, baby. Fucking war games. Yeah.